So what's your least favorite business title? You know what I'm talking about. You're at an event, you found your seat, and people start to introduce themselves. Ooh, he's a software developer, you think to yourself. Or, wow, she runs her own construction company? And then you hear someone say, I'm in sales. And every judgment you ever had about a person's services. That. Let's talk about that. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I'm going to do a little magic trick for you. First, I experienced terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things that happen to entrepreneurs everywhere. And then I snap my fingers and turn those experiences into the best stories, the craziest anecdotes, and learning lessons for you to hear. How do I create all that magic? I'm a serial entrepreneur, a coach, and a speaker who runs the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. Is that you? Then join us at FoundingMoms.com. This week, we're talking titles. The titles that you've got to add to your LinkedIn profiles and your business cards. The ones that identify your role in the job that you've got or that you've given to yourself. There's a lot at stake when you announce your title to the world. And there are plenty of people that don't want any part in it. What business title or descriptor do you hate the most? Salesperson? Manager? Mentor? Coach? Consultant? I'll have you know that I've had an aversion to every single word I just mentioned at one time or another. A searing hatred. Hearing one used to make me shudder, which would almost indubitably be followed by obnoxious condescension toward the person using said word. I mean, all the way back to the start of my time working with entrepreneurs, I'd hear people use mentor or guru or coach or guide or consultant interchangeably. Many, if not most, of those people didn't know what they were doing. Some were just starting out. Some were bad people people. And let's be honest, there are a lot of bad mentors and guides and coaches out there. Ever meet a salesperson you didn't like? Yes, yes you have. We bump up from time to time against folks that want to skirt the truth of their own titles and teach others to do the same. Some experts try to convince us that we're not salespeople when we are. That we just need to be passionate about what we do in order to sell what we sell. Some experts try to convince us that we're not marketers when we are. That we just need to convey excitement when we share our message with people in order to convince them to buy our stuff. Have you ever stopped to think about why we have issues with titles? especially if they're our own? There's an identity aversion to the things that we've made up in our own minds are no good. Don't enjoy doing sales? Then it must be bad. If I think they're bad, everyone else might possibly think the same way that I do. If they think sales is bad, then I don't ever want to exhibit any movement or say anything 
that might convince them that I'm doing the thing that I deem to be bad because then they'll think that I'm bad, which obviously means they'll never buy what I sell. Do you see how 99% of that thought process isn't true? Let's do another one. Say you're like me and you love to coach people. But throughout your years getting to meet all kinds of coaches, parenting coaches, communications coaches, life coaches, leadership coaches, consultants who think they're coaches, you come to learn that a low barrier to entry in the field, combined with people who've made up what coaching is in their own very special ways, becomes a problem. You don't want to tell people you're a coach for fear that they're going to judge you as you've judged the others. You don't want to call yourself a coach because you fear identifying with that whole scene. Even with full awareness of an issue like this, you can still carry it around forever. It's exhausting. It wasn't that long ago, when I started to speak to colleagues about it, that I realized for the first time how much of a disservice I was doing to myself and to everyone who could benefit from knowing my title. I was discounting my own value and the tremendous value that I provide to clients because of quite a few assumptions and character assassinations that I'd made. I got so attached to my own negative views of what it means to coach and to be a coach. In an effort to remedy that malady and choosing not to reject the profession altogether or the professional that I was, I decided to rewrite my story. So what did that look like? I boldly went where no woman had gone before and told people, get this, that I was a coach. I began to respond to clients or friends who'd regularly reject the fact that they're in sales or marketing or branding by telling them that indeed they are. If I met a senior VP who shied away from her own title, I'd remark on how proud she must be to have earned it. Just saying it out loud helped rewire my brain. If a cringe came on, I'd stick to it anyway and remind myself or the person I was talking to that there's tremendous value in being fill in the blank. Here's the real rub I've noticed with clients of mine. The ones who resist their own titles make less money than those that don't. There's so much work that goes into avoidance, negative self-talk, not believing she's good enough to work with, convincing herself that even doing any outreach or starting a conversation that might land her a sale or a new customer is probably not worthwhile. There are only so many minutes in a day, so spending even 30 seconds of one of those minutes doing this dance means less time to focus on the real value that a business owner is providing to people. If there was a way to measure how many of these thoughts impede our progress in a day, I think we'd all be stunned. The name of the game is to stop avoiding the titles that we hate. Own it. Say it loud and proud. Come out of the closet. Accept that it is what it is. Put a stop to the negativity you used to throw its way. Boldly go where no woman has gone before and be that fill-in-the-blank that you want to be. You don't call, you don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and 
and leave me a message there. That way I get to talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to the sleazy salesperson who started this whole thing, Aaron Rice and Lindsay Obermeyer for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.